Five Things First Thing with JR Morning's Guy Gordon, Lloyd Jackson, and Jamie Edmonds. Looks like we're going to break a 124 year old temp record because uh, we're going to get up in the 60s today. And this is just a warning for you as a mom, because mm-hmm. Lloyd and I have, this is the day when your child, you're going to put a coat on them, and you're going to send them to school, the coat will not come home. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. right? Yes. This- I see that, but I'm still in daycare phase, so the daycare lady, shout out Miss Donna. She will send it to, no, to me. No, this is the day that the lost and found at the school oh, will be overflowing. overflowing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of those things. Cause but it was a nice walk this morning with Sasha oh, this morning, man. It was a nice walk, man. I'm you know? sure Sasha had a lovely took had a lovely walk with her owner. Took, yes, she did. Took her owner for a lovely walk. She took walk. me for a lovely walk. Yes, yeah. Um, last night. Sometime around 8 o'clock, hastily arranged news conference. Uh, The President of the United States going ballistic over this uh, classified documents report coming from Special Counsel Robert Hur, who did not spare the President at all. Uh, For those that want to talk about the DOJ being politicized and all that, well, you got to look at this and say he didn't spare the president anything except when it comes to prosecution. Rem- remembering the president can't be prosecuted anyway. He's a sitting He's president, president, right? Yeah. But it said they uncovered evidence that the president willfully retained and disclosed. Remember, they said, well, you know, it's different than Trump because he didn't know that they were there. And we gave them up immediately. Well, that is true. But he did know they were there mm-hmm. because in 2017, he had an interview with his ghostwriter where he said... And they've got tapes of this, this conversation, where Biden says to his ghostwriter, he, quote, just found all the classified stuff downstairs. Oh, so you you knew knew. it was there. And more importantly, you knew it was classified. So how do you, and, and yet he says, I was a model citizen in this investigation. As you know, the special counsel released his findings today on a new United States senator. And the special counsel acknowledged I cooperated completely. I did not throw up any roadblocks. I sought no delays. In fact, I was so determined to give the special counsel what he needed, I went forward with a five-hour in-person, five-hour in-person interview over two days on October the 8th and 9th of last year, even though Israel had just been attacked by Hamas on the 7th, and I was very occupied. I'm sorry, guys. He wasn't cooperative. He dragged his feet for months. The special counsel had to cool his heels for months waiting for the interview with the president. So the fact that he was very cooperative and didn't put up roadblocks, BS. Um, that's Biden. stands for Biden stuff. Um, the, the special counsel goes on to say, in his interview, this is a quote, with our office, Mr. Biden's memory was worse. He did not remember when he was vice president, forgetting on the first day of the interview when his term ended, and forgetting on the second day of the interview when his term began. He did not remember, even within several years, when his son, Bo, died. Now, there are a lot of folks saying that was unfair. This is a political document. You've gone into something now where you are just beating up on the president. Barb McQuaid was on MSNBC, the former U.S. attorney. Mm-hmm. She says, no, that's relevant. And if you look at Hur's document in total, things like that are part of the context, but it's fact-based and it is relevant about the cooperativeness of the witness. But boy, was Biden defiant about that. It's none of their damn business. Let me tell you something. Some of you have commented, I wear since the day he died 
every single day the rosary he got from Our Lady of... Pretty emotional. Every Memorial Day we hold a service remembering him, attending by friends and family and the people who loved him. I don't need anyone. I don't need anyone to remind me when he passed away. No, sir, you don't. But spare me your indignation because on multiple times you have forgotten how he died. Telling Gold Star families that he died in Afghanistan. Mm -hmm. He didn't die on the battlefield in Afghanistan. He died of cancer. And I'm sure it's crushing and I have nothing but the utmost sympathy for him. And I'm, I'm sure the burden that he carries. But don't spare me your indignation about that because you've willfully lied about how he died when you're trying to curry favor with, with certain groups. And finally, um, he's right. The, the way he handled the documents, he was more forthcoming. And yes, Trump did. He's facing a pretty severe obstruction charge, so these things are different. But since when do we avoid prosecuting people because they're old? Which is what the special counsel is saying here, that he would be an... A very sympathetic defendant, <clears throat> he doesn't think a jury would convict beyond a reasonable doubt. Is that the standard now? When someone is this reckless with our nation's secrets? Just, it's, uh, you know, I, you've just given a lot of ammo to the folks on the Trump side saying you're running a double standard. Mm-hmm. And they will say that, and I think they're going to be partially right. My argument is you ch- should charge them both. Because this, these people are people that are dying for that intelligence and those secrets, and you endanger them when you behave this recklessly. Um, very thorny meeting with Biden officials yesterday here locally. Yeah, community leaders and Palestinian Americans recently met with uh, top White House advisors in Dearborn. That was yesterday to discuss the administration's handling of the Hamas-Israel conflict. Abbas Alawa is uh, of the Listen to Michigan group. He described the emotional nature of the meetings, noting tears and some heated exchanges. Quite frankly, you know, at, at some moments it felt like there was some sympathy, at others it didn't. But regardless, what we're looking for from President Biden is not sympathy. We're looking for action. We're looking for him to stop funding the killing. That sound courtesy of Local 4. While some attendees pleaded for action to evacuate family members from Gaza, others like Alloway urged the immediate halt to hostilities and an end to financial support for what they termed genocide. The advisors reportedly listened but did not commit to specific actions. Alloway and the others in Arab American and Muslim communities have stated they will not support President Biden in future elections if a ceasefire is not called swiftly. And they're calling on uh, their followers to, to put in uncommitted on their primary ballot to, to, right. to have a write-in candidate whose name is uncommitted. Um, did you get a chance to hear any of the oral arguments yesterday in the Trump-Colorado case? Yes. What did you think? <clears throat> it sure seems like they're sort of united in that they don't believe this is right for the country, for it, one state to make a decision. Yeah, it was interesting that they weren't talking about what is a critical issue about whether or not Trump engaged in supporting an, an insurrection, but they were looking at the larger picture. Mm-hmm. A lot of the headlines this morning are saying Trump and his lawyers won. I, we've got to quit defining everything between the Trumps and the non-Trumps. I think voters won yesterday. Absolutely. Democracy won yesterday. People like Elena Kagan asking some important questions, as Jamie pointed out. I think that the question that you have to confront is why a single state should decide who gets to be president of the United States. In other words, you know, this question of whether a former president is disqualified for insurrection uh, to be president again 
is, you know, just say it. It sounds awfully national to me. They're looking for a way to put him back on the ballot, but I think it's going to be they're, they're looking for a very narrow road. Mm-hmm. They're looking for these off ramps where they don't have to talk about Trump and his role in January 6th. Instead, looking at uh, Gorsuch asked if, you know, is it the running for the office or holding of the office? And the others are looking yeah. at the, the one state making a decision over the national opinion. So it's like not talking about Trump. Gorsuch beat up the Colorado attorney pretty well yesterday because he asked a hypothetical and the guy kept trying to change the hypothetical. And he finally says, all right, knock it off. <laughs> it was, we got a good talking to. Alito also brought, I mean, it to show that it's a conservative as well as a liberal concern. He said, look, if we do this, won't it be someone else in the pot the next time? And then another state's going to retaliate by saying, well, then we're kicking Biden off the ballot. Mm-hmm. It's going to be very interesting. Uh, a lot of interesting takeaways uh, from the Pistons yesterday. Do we know who played? By the way, they've won two in a row. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. So there are all the, these flurries. What side of the apocalypse? <laughs> <laughs> flurries of activity yesterday, the biggest being the number seven overall pick in 2020, Killian Hayes, just waved. He was the first selection by Troy Weaver in 2020. Uh, He's gone. And so that leaves only Isaiah Stewart from the 2020 draft class left on the team. Now, the Pistons were busy. They sent a second-round pick to the 76ers, got a 2024 second-round pick, got Daniel House Jr. They traded Bogdanovich and Alec Burks to the Knicks, got a bunch of players in that trade, including Quentin Grimes. And like I said, they waived a bunch of players, including Hayes. They didn't have that many players to even play the game yesterday. They had to call two they players were, from the G League up. Right. They were oh, one wow. over. So they had nine players. The bare minimum, the right? The league minimum is eight. And they erased a 23-point third-quarter deficit and defeated the Portland Trailblazers in overtime 128-122. Wow. Bring on those G Bring League those, guys. Yes. More of them. Wow. Yeah. So, um, I mean. In the meantime, and we're running over here, but a, a, a snub to, to Dan Campbell yesterday. And, and hats off to C.J. Stroud and, and Joe Flacco sure, sure, and some whatever, of the guys whatever. that won. Um, <laughs> uh, Dan Campbell didn't win Coach of the Year, and it wasn't even close. He led the Lions to 14 wins, earned just three first-place votes, and finished with 33 points. You know who won? Kevin Stefanski, who tied with D'Amico Ryans uh, with 165 points. And Stefanski won because he got more first-place votes. It is a thorny Friday morning here on uh, JR Morning. Uh, yeah. Oh, much more ahead. We're going to be talking with an important case in Warren, but it has other implications. The get tough, zero tolerance posture taken by law enforcement there over student threats to schools. Warren Police Commissioner Bill Dwyer next on JR Morning at uh, 619.